So where does the universal need to hang on to something or other come from? Meaning we see that every single one of us holds on to something or other, some kind of self-image, some kind of attribute, some kind of accomplishment, some kind of something. We hold on to it tooth and nail. We fight for it. We don't want to let it go. It might be an opinion of ours. It might be our opinion of our own looks or of a belief or some kind of knowledge or our impression that we're very uh, cultural or not cultural, educated or not educated, knowledgeable or not knowledgeable, successful or not successful, wealthy or not wealthy, uh, anything and everything. And, and we see that each person hangs on to, to something or other. It may be concerning our clothing, our watch, our car, our home, our style, our fashion, something we're hanging on to. So the question is, why? And what, what should we do about that if it's not good? And if it's good, then good. But if it's not, then it's not. So the, to make a very long discussion, to say the least, short, we would say that it's because it, it ultimately has to do with some very deep things. If we give a superficial answer, we say, oh, it's because people are so greedy. Well, then why are people so greedy? Well, it's because we're so selfish. Why are people so selfish? Well, it's because we're, uh, you know, animals and we... We've evolved from, uh, you know, to, to be very selfish and territorial. Okay, what does that mean? Why, why, in relation to what further end, right? Well, it's because, right, so any kind of superficial answer that we're, we're just going to hear somewhere random is, is, not gonna, is not a real answer. So ultimately, we would have to get to, to the deepest uh, themes, again, of, of, uh, of reality, and that would be really the final answer. A real quick way to think about it is that, from your own perspective, you're all of existence correct? When you look out onto the world, you see some things, you hear some things, you smell some things, you taste some things, you feel some things, but that's you tasting and hearing and smelling and feeling and seeing things. That's, that, that's what it is, okay? Right? So then these things that you, that you see and taste and feel and hear and see, uh, they sometimes tell you that you're not much of anything, that you're insignificant, that you're, you're going to live and die, that there's a very big universe in relation to which you're nothing, that there's so many billions of people in relation to whom you're nothing and you don't count and you're not important. So it's this fundamental disparity between your own experience of yourself, which is all of existence, and uh, the, what the, the facts on the table appear to be. So consequently, each person grabs at something that, is, uh, that they think will, will help, uh, um, that, that we think will help ourselves in this matter and will help us to be something and, and feel like we're something because a feeling that we're nothing is intolerable, right? And whenever a person begins to feel like I'm nothing, like I don't count, like I'm completely irrelevant, like I'm completely worthless and pointless and garbage and trash. It's a, it's an awful, awful feeling. If we don't immediately run away from it, we're in great pain, right? And people, obviously, uh, there's tragic things that happen every second for people who cannot get away from, from feelings like this and, and other feelings of intense pain that ultimately we would say probably have something to do in many cases with uh, with this kind of psychological thing, right? So, we see that we're, we're con- continual. Another way to think about our, our pursuit of pleasure is we're continually in pursuit of, of trying to distract ourselves from our own limitations, from our own narrowness, from our own finiteness, from our own uh, uh, mortality and, and uh, fickleness and, and all of this, right? And uh, whatever can help us out here is that which we cling to. One person, again, can cling to his or her intelligence. Another one can't because they're more like Forrest Gump. So they cling to their, uh, to, to their uh, looks, Another person can't, so they cling to their wealth. Another person can't because they don't have any, so they cling to to their uh, be, being proud and being uh, in in their poverty and, and uh, misery and all of this. Another person clings to their health. Another person doesn't have health. They cling to their disease and say, "Look at me, how how special that makes me." Another person doesn't have that, so they cling to 
their personality, them being funny or, their, or, or something like this. Another person clings to, uh, to their knowledge or to their purported wisdom or to them being poetical or musical or artistical uh, and, and so forth and so on. So we all find something uh, like that to cling to. And that, again, is not because we're selfish or because just because. It has to do with some very deep things. And this is something that we all do. But anyhow... Uh, that that's a way to think about that. So the question is, is it good or not? So the answer is no. Why? Because no finite thing can ever really give us what we want, which is to be not finite, which is to be all of existence, which is to be any, everything of that which there is. There's no way, no matter how much we accomplish or how many things we see or how many things we hear or feel in, for, for uh, that, that to, to help out here. Right, we see in uh, cases of historical cases of people with unbounded ambitions, for example, great conquerors and, and warriors, they would conquer a whole bunch of land. Okay, so they can stand on a mountain, look out, and say, This is mine. Okay, if you're in French, maybe it's Napoleon, however you would say it in French and Greek, if you're Alexander the Great. Okay, so you said it and you looked out at something and you had a thought. What did that make you anything other than what you were before? No. All right, so we see, or, or you build, okay, you're a pharaoh, you, uh, you build a, a large pyramid. What does that make you anything other than what you were before? One brick or a or, or hundred bricks, one ton or however many hundreds or thousands or whatever, or hundreds of thousands of tons that the pyramids are. It doesn't change anything. So we say that nothing at all that we can accomplish can really give us what we want, right? So consequently, we see that clinging on to what we want in hopes of, or uh, clinging on to anything in hopes that it'll give us what we want is a bad strategy. And it can only lead to a deterioration of our character and to uh, the degradation of our, of our character, of our personality, of our intellect, and of ourself. And the more we cling on to something, the more unhealthy and sickly it is. Meaning we see uh, mild cases or milder cases when a person is, is, has a decent degree of kind of overall adjustment. So they cling on overall to their overall life and overall to, 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 uh, to the things that, that we do. But in extreme cases, we see how a person clings on to life and death, to, to their self-image as... Not to pick anything out, of course, it's all equal, but to their image as a poet or an artist or a musician or a mathematician uh, or, or, or whatever it may be, right? It's life or death. I have to be this. This is me. If you don't acknowledge how incredibly talented I am, if you don't acknowledge how incredibly beautiful I am, you don't acknowledge how incredibly smart I am or that I've been through things that nobody else has been through or that I have knowledge and wisdom and understanding that nobody else has. If you don't acknowledge this, I hate you, screw you, yada, yada. You don't acknowledge my gifts, right? My, my abilities. All right, so we say that, that these extreme cases, but in all of us, again, we're, we can't just make up a new nature, right? Even if we don't show a given characteristic in a blatant way, then it's, sub, it's sublimated. It's in some other way. It's, it's, it's uh, we've adjusted it somewhat. We're lucky enough where it's not evidently showing, but we can't just say, oh, I'm exempt. Right, we like to do that. We hear these cases and other people. We say, "Ah, oh, yeah, that's them. I'm exempt. I'm not like that. Everybody else is X or Y. Not me. Why? Right? Like, why would it? How is that supposed to work? That's <laughs> the reason that we, you know, we didn't make up our own natures, and and uh, that's not how it works. So anyhow, it's not a good idea uh, to cling to things. But how do we? How do we avoid that? Because we see it's a basic psychological need. It's not something that we just make up. So the ultimate pro- or the advanced answer would be to let go of all attachments completely and even to let go of being attached to not being attached. But that's very hard to do in a genuine way and also without the, uh, to, to try to do it without destroying our, uh, ourself because we also can easily, we can read somewhere in some book, yeah, we need to be non-attached because it's like I want to be enlightened and 
and are full of uh, light and one with the universe and whatnot, right? So now we begin to pur- purposely, consciously say, I don't care about anything. I don't care about making money. I don't care about my family. I don't care about my friends. I don't care about society. And now what do we have? We haven't changed anything. We're just a nut job who says he or she doesn't care, sits there and is a loser, basically. What's that? What did we accomplish? Nothing. So we say it's not the way to go either. It's a, it's a very difficult thing. I and mean, We have to really think about how to do it right. But uh, the thing that a baby step that we could take is we could try to identify what it is that we're attached to. Again, uh, 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 talents, looks, abilities, accomplishments, uh, anything and everything uh, that, that it may be. For each person, it's different. It's nothing specific. It doesn't have to be exceptional. It can be a lack of something exceptional, right? There's millions and uh, untold millions of people that are heavily attached to their uh, losership, to their poor health, to their in- inabilities, and that, that, that's their lifeblood. That they have a self-image, that I'm that I'm in, in, incapable, that I'm too sick, that I'm too tired. Millions of people. So there's nothing specific. We can't say, oh, you're attached to your beauty. No, somebody else is equally attached to their perceived ugliness. It, oh, you're attached to your intelligence. Somebody else is equally attached to their perceived stupidity. Right? So we're not going to, it's nothing specific. It's whatever it may be. We have to identify that. And then we have to try to at least move forward, at least accomplish something else, right? If we've only ever won one medal in something we care about, maybe ping pong or chess or, or uh, you know, the, the local golf tournament, whatever it may be, we only won one trophy, one medal, and it's a fifth place, let's say, trophy, right? We're going to hold on to it. We're going to cling to it. Like, this is my trophy. This is what I won. It's my accomplishment. I don't want to give it up. But if then we, we continue to compete and, and then we win a, a third place trophy and then a first place and a first place, we're not going to care. Take the trophy. This is ninth place or whatever we said, right? Even third place. Take it. I don't care. Now I have a first place one. Now I'm winning again and again and again, right? So, get, so getting into that habit of continuing forward. A lot of us are stuck at, at, at a self-esteem need that established itself very early before we could really think uh, about our life and what's good for us. Maybe even at the 12, 13, 14 years old, we figured out, okay, I need to really hold on to this, uh, this kind of personal identity or this kind of personal belief or this kind of self-image that I'm this kind of person or I have these kinds of abilities or this lack of abilities or this or that, right? So this could be then again at an extremely young age. And now we're decades and decades later, we're still equally holding on to that tooth and nail, like a pit bull uh, onto whatever the pit bull grabs onto, unfortunately for that if it's a person or animal for that thing, right? Because a pit bull grabs hard and that's how we grab. All right, so that's the first step is to let go of that attachment a little bit, to loosen up and move on to something else, even if it's equally superficial, no problem. But that's the first step. We're very, very attached to, from our our, our youth years to our image of being very um, smart or very stupid. So then we move on to being very, very attached to our shoes. Even that's better because we've taken a step forward. We're very attached to our shoes, so we move on to being very attached to our necklace or to our, our hat. Even that's better. We've moved forward. We've moved ahead, right? We're very, very attached to our job that we've had. We've only had one job our whole life. We can't imagine living without it. Get a new job. Now we're attached to something else, but at least it's something new, All right? So at least we're moving forward. Uh, let's not apply this thinking to people, right? Because that's, <laughs> right? Oh, I'm very, very attached to my spouse or a child. Let me move forward. No, we're not, gonna, we're not applying this to people. We're applying it to objects and self-images and superficial stuff like that. So that's a good first step. 
uh, move forward, move ahead, uh, even if it's something that, that's n- not much more, uh, uh, that, that's nothing much better, we would say. But eventually, we want to keep our eyes on the prize, which is to not have any attachments at all, which is to be fine with, with, with being in our own self and, and with existing in our own self and experiencing ourselves as all of existence as opposed to as a very narrow, narrow, specific, specific person, right? Instead of psychological characteristics and desires and, and traits and aversions and all of this. Uh, but that can take a long time to authentically do. Again, without the fake nonsense of all of a sudden saying, I don't care about anything. I'm just going to go and sit somewhere. No, that's not what we're talking about. To really do it takes a number of years, which is exactly how it's supposed to be. And it's perfectly fine. With a little baby first step we can take, right? And each with each baby step that we're taking of lessening our attachment to whatever it is that we're attached to, we're keeping our eyes again on the future, on our goal, which is to not have any needs at all, right? But we advance, so we lessen our attachment to the thing we've always been attached to, uh, our self-image, our accomplishment, or this or that, though we're attached to something else. Then we move on again, we're attached to something else, and again and again, and we get the point that we, can, we don't need the specific thing. We can move on, right? So maybe we don't need anything at all eventually. So maybe after many years, we're going to develop that capacity to drop all of the attachments and to have no need to think of ourselves in an additional way at all. We, we may have no need eventually to have any kind of self-image, to have any kind of uh, self-belief that this is how, this, how I am or how, I, how it feels good for me to think of myself like this or for me to, to believe this about myself. Then we can leave all of that entirely and we can really begin to advance ourselves uh, as human beings. But again, it's a difficult thing to authentically do. As we said, it takes a while. The first baby step, note down what it is that we're specifically very, very attached to. What we feel like we can't live without is self-image, an object, uh, whatever it may be, anything at all, right? Let's not make any limitations. Aside from people, we want to leave people out of this. We don't want to bring our, our, our friends and family into our efforts here at becoming better human beings and making them get us a bit victims in the process. So we leave people aside, but anything aside from that, we note it down and we try to shake it up a little bit, loosen that grip of the pit bull a little bit and try to reattach ourselves maybe onto something else and keep moving forward. All right, let's think about it. Thank you for listening.